Now, it gets back to this whole concept about anti-inflammatories and especially antioxidants getting back to that oxidation or mitochondrial theory of aging. You know, if you look at the concept that a mitochondria is the furnace which creates energy for the cell, furnaces burn up. For those of you who've seen an old style coal furnace, after years, the iron or steel lining gets pockmarked and beat up and gets holes in it. And that's sort of what happens with mitochondria. And oxidation is how we create energy. You know, it's like burning. That's what happens in a furnace. A furnace is burning or oxidizing materials, whether it's oil, wood, or coal. And guess what? Our cells, our mitochondria, are little furnaces that burn glucose and other carbon organic molecules. I won't get too deep, too geeky in that, but again, it's all burning carbon molecules, carbohydrates, proteins, fats. In the furnace, when they're burning and oxidizing, they're breaking down those oxygen or those carbon-carbon bonds or those carbon-hydrogen bonds, and they're putting oxygen in those bonds. Well, when you go from carbon-hydrogen to carbon-oxygen, you get carbon dioxide. And when the hydrogen combines with oxygen, you get H2O, water. So you get carbon dioxide and water as an output. But again, you start getting holes in these mitochondrial furnaces, and these burning, oxidizing embers are lying around. They burn holes in your cell. You know, they burn things. They create destroyed tissue. That's what the antioxidant activities are. That's why you've seen so much of a huge increase in the, quote, antioxidant vitamins, A, E. The reality is those are helpful, but your own body it has its own way of dealing with this. And usually, if your body has a way of dealing with this, it's usually more effective. You may have heard of methylators. Methylation is a way of reversing that oxidation. It's adding a full methyl group, carbon with two or three or four hydrogens on it. That's a methyl group. And that is an antioxidant. So genetically, what we found is that there's some very important methylation programs. You get the vitamin B complex. And that vitamin B complex is used with methyl groups to go back and add methyl groups to places, those burning embers, those burning oxidized particles, and to put the fire out. Well, here's another thing that happens. If you may have heard of things called poor methylators. I'm a poor methylator. It's not unusual, about half of us. There are three or four different significant major methylation pathways, and we can test for those genetically. You know, I used to work with a genetics lab and had mine tested, and yes, I'm a poor methylator. So you get into all of this. Pardon me if I went too geeky for some of you there. I know there's a lot of interest in methylation. How do you see that on a practical basis? That's all the geeky stuff. What's the practical stuff? Look at your homocysteine on your labs. If your homocysteine is elevated, it's been shown to be a significant risk for heart attack and stroke, cardiovascular disease. If you have that elevated homocysteine, that's usually associated with poor methylation. They didn't know that in the past. They do now. Now, what do you do for that? You could go back and get the genetic testing like I did, but I wouldn't recommend paying for it. Here's what I would recommend doing. There's a simple thing that you do for it. You take methylated B-complex vitamins. Because of the recognition of that problem, what I routinely recommend for my patients is THORN, T-H-O-R, N-E. And there are multiple other really good products out there. I don't get paid by Thorne. You know, Doctors Best, several others, really good products. 
and it's a methylated B complex. That's a very practical way. It's cheaper than getting a methylation test. And that's what you do if you have elevated homocysteine. I know you talked about NAC and that's, and I took that in a whole bunch of different ways. NAC is another way of dealing with that. So yes, I have taken NAC many times. I'm not active with it right now, but as I mentioned, I'm a poor methylator. And so I do the most important stuff and that is lifestyle management, decreasing my body fat, increasing my muscles, doing high intensity interval work, a little bit of basic aerobic work and watching my carbs because I've got major insulin resistance. Insulin resistance, by the way, is a major oxidation problem as well. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.